Welcome to a special episode of our Rainmaker Multiplier On Demand series brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity. For more information on the Rainmaker Multiplier process and a list of all podcasts in this series, visit ClarityToProsperity.com. Thank you all for, for being here. A fun topic today, kind of heating up the summer with some marketing ideas. I know we had a lot of, of good conversation around uh, marketing and marketing for prospects and marketing in terms of engagement with your existing client base over the summer. And so we thought, let's let's bring on some of the team to share some ideas here. But as we're going, we'd love for all of you to put uh, anything you're doing, th- things that you've tried out, things that have gone well, or the lessons you've learned from that in the chat or raising your hand. And uh, during a break, we'll get to it and share some of those ideas. Uh, but to, to get things rolling, I wanted to thank our, our JL Smith and Petros marketing team for, for jumping on to share, uh, Nikki Glenn and Suzanne Scheinman, who are on to share some of the ideas and things that we've done on the past at both of those offices. Maybe some of you are doing the same kind of things and can pick up some ideas from there, or you haven't tried these. And what I see many times in these is once we the ideas start flowing, they kind of morph and then they turn into uh, different new ideas that you can all take back. Uh, and then, you know, maybe even circling back on a future one to talk about what everyone did and how things went over the summer. So we'll uh, we'll get things kicked off. And and Nikki, Suzanne, I'll, I'll let either one of you start. I know we were chatting a little bit beforehand as people were joining in, but you were talking about uh, the, the email nurturing and drip marketing that you're using throughout the summer to to engage your list. Nikki or Suzanne, if one of you want to start talking about what you're doing on that side. Go ahead, sure. Nikki. You, you can go first. Okay. Okay. So what we like to do is, well, we have a library of articles on things like tax management or social security optimization or, you know, just all all sorts of topics like, you know, estate planning, et cetera. And once you know, and, and we have in our system on our fit calls, we are able to find out like what the hot buttons are for our prospects, if it's, you know, taxes, then you can find a really good article that, that would, you know, fit their bill and you can shoot that off to them and tell them, you know, this made me think about you and your questions that you might have. And, you know, let's talk about this. Let's set up a phone call. It's a good way to, to get them interested in, you know, a complimentary consultation with you or moving forward. And it often wakes people up. And I suggest that advisors talk to local reporters and start a relationship with them. And that way you can be their go-to. I know that, is it annuity month this month, Suzanne? Yeah, June. Yeah. Okay. So, so, you know, you can even shoot a reporter an email and say, did you know it's annuity months? People, a lot of people have questions about annuities, how to use them in their plan. And then they can come to you with questions. And then you can use that article that actually quotes you to shoot out to prospects. And that's always a good idea. When you are the local expert on things, makes you look really good. We does it. I was going to say the other thing is, is when you are, you know, Getting to know your prospects, especially if they, if you've already talked to them, to find out their interests, like Nikki said, to send out articles just to even just keep your name in the top of their head, you know, in front of them, to let them know that you're still thinking about them, you haven't forgotten about them, but not pressure them. That's, you know, 
it might take a long time for somebody to trust you with their money, but once they do, it's, you know, they become family and, and you know everything about them and their family and spending that time nurturing that camp, nurturing that relationship is, is a big deal for a lot of people as well. Yeah. I'm, and I'm then they refer you, you and yes. that takes you down a different avenue. <laughs> right. Right. And I'm glad you mentioned that, Suzanne, too, of just staying in front of them, because I know there's a lot of offices that will run fewer webinars or, or workshops, things like that during the summer, because it can be harder to, to, to fill those, having lower attendance numbers, depending on the budget you're on for those. But this gives an opportunity to do something to keep your name. You never know when they're going to have that life-changing event where that's going to trigger, and you always want to be top of mind. So having those nurturing funnels built in, either from content you already have, like you talk about Nikki, or using subscription services. I know we've talked about Snappy Kraken before that we have that partnership with at C2P that you can use. Nikki, I think you've used Levitate, right? Yep, still use them. Yeah, is another resource. But if you can create your own, like they mentioned, uh, we talked about this a little bit in the team track at the, the Mastermind Collegium, but a lot of you might have even more content than you realize just the conversations that you're having with prospects, clients, or even just, you know, in within your office that if you are able to dictate those, you know, whether you can transcribe conversations yourself or using a service like a, a Fiverr to transcribe them uh, and turn those into uh, email updates that you can shoot out throughout the summer can be uh, make things much easier on you from a content creation standpoint. Yeah, and like with Nikki, uh, go back to you don't or Matt, I think you said it too. You don't know what's going on in their brains, what's happening in their life. So, like an example, we use Combos, which is a snappy crack and text messaging system, and we have a drip campaign of about hundred and some that we've talked to. They expressed interest. They just weren't ready to jump or move forward. And I literally just sent out a quick text saying, hey, did, just thinking about you if you need anything. And I put a link to, a Calendly link to set up an appointment. And we had out of a hundred and some, I think we had three or four appointments scheduled within the first, you know, I don't say hours, first couple of days of the text. And two of them are moving forward and they're not small. So who knows who you're reaching and when you're reaching them to that life experience that happened that they maybe won the lottery and they haven't told anybody yet, but they don't know what to do. You just never know. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the combos again too, because I think we brought that up at, at the Collegium as well. And I've had a handful of conversations since then about uh, advisors interested in using that. You know, we, we highly recommend that you've been using that so far uh, for JL Smith. I'll put the caveat with it for those that didn't see the Monday morning cup of clarity, make sure you're checking with compliance before you sign up and start using that. You know, we've we've gone through Luke and our team to make sure we're okay, but depending on your compliance you're using, uh, just wanna check with that before you go ahead and sign up. Uh, but it's nice because they have those pre-built templates um, mm -hmm. to use for those and to schedule that follow-up. And be strategic with stuff like that. Like it, it, some of you might have caught that with Suzanne mentioned. We obviously have way more than whatever you mentioned, Suzanne, 178 prospects in oh, there. Yeah. That's, but yeah, it, she she used those or go ahead and talk about how you how you No, we have, you know, for our prospects, we send out newsletters, different things, letting them know of upcoming webinars, in-person seminars, whatever. But the drip campaign I tried with the convos, it was people we have already talked to 
and they just for whatever reason haven't either went one more step but haven't finalized and went the third and fourth step to to move everything and come you know over to us uh so it was just a reminder again name in front of their brain that it was one of those things like you know they sometimes forget life is busy life gets you know like take life on its own you know you just don't know what day is going to bring but you have you know it's like that reminder oh yeah i forgot to call them you know how many times have we not forgot to call people and reschedule things and you know doctor's appointments whatever life gets in the way so it's just that reminder but those the combos was just specifically for prospects that we have talked to multiple times and wanted you know they just haven't moved forward but we do send emails things out to other prospects and keep them within the loop and just keep our name out in the front of of their brain but not over we don't we try not to do too much because how many times have we all unsubscribe from things when we get too many emails right or just delete exactly. them because we don't yeah. even want to see them it gives us another medium the email and now the text mm -hmm. and, and and obviously the in-person which is ideal and i think that kind of segues over to something you're both doing is the client appreciation events during the mm -hmm. summer and i'm sure many of you attending today you know are, are doing or have done client appreciation events in the past but i know we've had a lot of success both at petros and jl smith and uh you know if, if suzanne you wanted to share first about some of the stuff we've done or nikki actually nikki i know you nikki. just did one last week you said right i did i did so we did a large client appreciation event at a farm called congaree and pen and that was in april which for those of you that don't know, we are in Florida. And so that one went great. We had great weather, it wasn't hot, and there were no bugs. So we had an event last week, a small, a very small event with some of our clients, but also some high net worth prospects who brought the, and some of the prospects even brought guests to this event. It was about there were about 20 of us and we had it at Congre and Penn again and it was under the grapevines and so it was a beautiful beautiful setting and I had bug spray there I did not use the bug spray <laughs> so the next day I woke up and had bites all over my legs but the clients did not get bit they used bug spray but it's very it's a gorgeous evening it was a gorgeous evening and we already have set up a couple of appointments and it's very impactful and we spread out our advisors among among the people that are there and so it's just a a fun uh dinner and you know strengthening their relationships with those people so and we did something similar in april as well but we only had Think there was 13 of us um so we had one client very well you know client and we had a couple of him bring a couple friends and we had a really nice dinner and we're moving forward with two of the couples so it's just you know you never know you know referrals are a big big part of you know if they figure if you trust your money with them you know that's why wouldn't we but the other thing that we use for just client appreciation we have a local smaller baseball team and we are partners with them and we have a suite and this year we sent out it was a little easier but thanks to nikki came up with this crazy little i don't even know what it's called 
schedule genius or whatever, but sign up genius, sign up genius. But I literally sent emails <laughs> to all of our top clients and said, Hey, if you guys want to go to a game, let just sign up and take up the 12 tickets, bring your friends. And then I let the advisors know who, you know, what clients signed up for what day. So they're aware so they could stop in and say hello or, you know, however. And then I, you know, they pick up their tickets, they have parking passes and it's just a fun night um, or afternoon out with their family and friends and they bring friends. So you never know who else is in that suite that, you know, our advisors talk to when they stop in. Yeah. And that's Suzanne too. That's it's like client appreciation, but it's also a way if you're using this on the prospect side to we've, we've talked previously in other coffee breaks and other seminars, C2P on segmenting your prospects, just like you're segmenting mm -hmm. your client basis. So if you're not doing that already, it's something to consider because that's, that's one way by doing that, we figure out who are the right people to invite because last year, uh, Suzanne led the charge with that is we sent out little, I guess, little gift packages yeah. Uh, yeah. per se that were sent out to some of our blue diamond and diamond prospects, mm -hmm. with a, a, a fake ticket that was an invite to a game. And then they had to, they came from Gary. And then they, uh, I think all of you know, Gary, they had to respond to Gary to set up that call and then get their tickets to come yeah. to the game. So it kind of. And we had a couple of people take advantage of that. And I think we had a couple of people move forward again. When you, you're talking, it was a minimal cost. We already had the tickets. So, you know, giving them two tickets to a game was not a big deal because we'd have other clients and whatever within the suite to talk to, which is always nice to have clients there as well, because then they could talk about you and how good they are, especially if they're, make sure they're good clients. <laughs> but I mean, that's another, another way to push those prospects. Just again, keep your name in front of them, let them know that you're still there. You're not pushing them to do anything, but just to be there for them if they have questions and if, you know, when they want to move forward, you're there. Don't be shy if they're really good clients and you know them to whisper in their ear that there's going to be some prospects there. And if they'd like to talk about you, they can, <laughs> they'll oh, do it. I was going to say, it's a great tip that it's, yeah. a, it's, it's an easy ask. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're, I mean, you can, all you can do is say, you know, like I say, no, well, that's fine. No big deal. No pressure, whatever. Just let us, you know, we'll be here for you. Oh, you know, I was going to move on to the next thing, but Kirsten, thank you for putting something in there. And actually, before I get to Kirsten's question too, as we're talking about client appreciation events or involvement of things in the local community, because we've got some more to share on that. I know from, from both Suzanne and Nikki, but if you have things that you've tried from a, a client appreciation event involved in your local community or just things in general in the summer, uh, please put those in the chat, share those with the group. We'd love to see them or, or talk about them. Built on the foundation of the award-winning bucket plan process, Clarity to Prosperity's proven processes, training, and coaching can help you increase your revenue. If you are a growth-minded, independent financial advisor, you qualify for a free copy of the Bucket Plan book. Go to claritytoprosperity.com forward slash offer to get your free book today. That's claritytoprosperity.com forward slash offer. Uh, but Kirsten, talking about listening to a podcast on your morning walk. Uh, wait, you don't listen to just the Rainmaker Multiplier on demand on your morning walk, Kirsten? I am a nerd and I listen to a lot of things <laughs> in the morning. 
Uh, but can we speak to using video in the marketing campaigns? Uh, the podcast you're listening to talked about using your personal phone and don't strive for perfection, but strive for authenticity. Yeah, I Maybe that's bomb bomb in the yeah, past. Yeah, and and I think making it too perfect is like with the mm-hmm. editing and stuff like that. You want to send a quick note to a client with bomb bomb. Yeah, that's what you use your phone your quick video, you know, hey, just thinking about you. It's kind of unique to send a video because who else does? I mean, they see your face, they see, you know, that you're talking directly to them and not a generic video saying, oh, welcome to the team, blah, 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 blah. We send out videos to our, I guess there'd still be prospects after, you know, with the, the next meeting, after their fit call, when they set a discovery, we send a video out with their advisor and their advisor sends, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm Justin and I'm, I have this experience and I can't wait to meet you. And it has their link to their meeting and everything. It's just a meeting reminder, but it introduces the prospective client to their advisor. So when they walk in, they already, they already know who he is. So I have some ideas that I kind of want to work on some videos and stuff, but that's, you know, I got to learn videos. So bomb bomb is very easy to use. Yeah. And it's good to have that mix. You know, we shared a a portion of that one example at the collegian for those that saw that we have of of Jason kind of as the CEO introducing our process. And we have one of him that we use for, for C2P when we're, we're prospecting for advisors. But having that mix of those scripted ones that you have a little more formal with the the, the more personal ones, like Suzanne mentioned, uh, actually one of our recent, I made the joke about it a second ago, but one of our recent Rainmaker Multiplier On Demand podcasts uh, I did with Becca Vopel. Some of you know Becca, uh, but she uses BombBomb a ton uh, with her follow-up and she's kind of our resident expert there. So if anyone wanted a little more, some more tips and tricks on that, check that out. I think we released that about three weeks ago. Uh, where we talk through that but the point kirsten made there is exactly what becca talks through is it's okay to make it personal it doesn't have to be and probably it shouldn't be scripted uh it's okay to have it informal on your phone and the quality on phones these days is unreal anyway i mean a lot of phones probably have better quality than than the cameras on some of your computers uh, uh hopefully everybody's seen the updates that dave allison shoots out uh, at this point, Dave, you know, Dave, Dave's a machine with that. So he's producing two or three a month at this point. Uh, but Dave records those all on his iPhone. Uh, the, you know, they look like professionally recorded sometimes, but those are all shot. He's got to set up at home. Some of the others are Monday morning cup of clarity from our team uh, are mostly shot from our computers, but they don't have to be professionally recorded. And, and I think it comes off better if they're not. And it's that quick personal message. I think the 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 one main tip I'll share from Becca with this group, if you're getting started, is when you're sending a video, a lot of times it'll, through BombBomb, it'll include the thumbnail, uh, writing their name or a message on a sheet of paper and holding it up for the thumbnail. Uh, Because when they see that in their email, they'll see their name or the personal message. It makes it so much more likely to actually click on it and watch it because they know it's not a generic video, it's a personal video. So Mm -hmm. That was that was one takeaway that, that Becca had. I want to make sure that we did communicate through this. Yeah. And the other thing I would just thought of my brain with the doing the videos, if you know a client likes dogs and you have a dog, go for a walk with your dog and videotape your dog and say, Hey, we're just walking, thinking about you. Or if you're at a game, a baseball, football, whatever, and you know a client really likes it, 
say, oh my gosh, you got, you know, next time you got to come with me or whatever the case is, but make, make one more thing personal that you know about that, that prospect that triggers them to be like, how oh, they really listen to me and they know me. And it's one more trust that, you know, factor that can go a long way. And I'm going to, I'm going to expound on that a bit. So a couple of our clients became new grandparents recently, and there's some books that I love to send to grandparents that they can read to their, to their brand new, grand, brand new grandbabies. And so we send those with like a, a handwritten note. And then some of our clients went on a Mediterranean cruise and some went to Italy and you can send like a 2023 travel guide to Italy, the, you know, Rick Steves off Amazon and send a little note, like, you know, come back and tell me all about your trip. I love to do things like that. And it is what you said, Suzanne, it's about, wow, they really listened to me. And if you can train the advisors to give you little cues about what's going on in their lives. And if you can train them to put it into the CRM, even Bingo. better. But I don't care if they just stop by my office and, and you know, spout out some things about where people are going or what they're doing. I'll take it. I don't it. even care. They can send me an email and I'll take it. Just as long as they let me know. Right. Uh, Eric, we have a, another question in here from, from Eric, uh, had a couple of advisors asking about chat GPT and how that might be used to generate marketing content. Uh, whoop, my screen just jumped. Uh, is that something we've looked into? Do you think it would be helpful or is it just a toy? Uh, oh, and I see art chimed in at, uh, very impressive, creates a lot of content. Uh, beware they're good at writing resumes and can't are using them. Yes. So believe it or not, Eric. That is a huge topic right now, and we're going to be hosting uh, an entire coffee break, I think, talking about chat GPT and how it's being used. There's uh, obviously a lot of compliance things. Uh, from a regulation standpoint, I think there, there's still so much that still needs to be learned and flushed out from chat GPT. But I guess to, to hit on it right now, I think it, it is a very useful tool. Uh, I know our team uses it on the C2P side. A lot of times it's like, uh, I think this is kind of what Art was hitting on. It's the ideation. Like, I want to do this, and it gets the idea started, and then you can take that and create the content. Obviously, everything's got to run through compliance at the end, but it's great for getting those ideas flowing, uh, whether it's for headlines, writing a blog, writing a script if you want to do a video, uh, and putting the bullets together there. But there's there's kind of endless possibilities for how that can be used right now in terms of content generation. It's just figuring out the right way to do that. And again, we'll, we'll go into much more detail on this in that future session, but it's kind of finding the right mix of where it fits into what you're already doing. But Nikki or Suzanne, I guess before we move down, I didn't know if there's anything you wanted to add on, on the chat GPT side. I haven't gotten into it much. I know what I've used it for is, like again, an idea starter to help me kind of figure out what, what you know, what to start to say. And... I know I played around with it a little bit just here and there, and I was listening to a a radio show and they were plugging in movie, you know, mix this movie with this movie and give me a synopsis. And literally it knew the movies, it knew what the movies, the themes of the movies, and then it put a synopsis together. I was like, oh my gosh, that is kind of a crazy movie that I want to go see. <laughs> so I know it's out there and I, but I've also been hearing a lot of things and paying attention to a lot of stuff about how 
it's kind of crazy and it could be taking over and certain things are not good when it takes voice recognition and it changes things like that. Always, there's always the evil side of things, but yeah, no more voice recognition because yeah. they can take your name, take your voice and do whatever they want with it. Suzanne's sick of me talking about it. <laughs> yeah. And bef before we move on from the chat GPT, because like I said, we're going to be covering a whole coffee break on that. I, I, I do want to leave you with this just because it's going to be a few weeks before we cover for anyone that's considering looking at this, the two kind of buyer beware type things. There's some discrepancy with statistics that it makes up because it's just going and pulling from places, and that's kind of the number one thing I've seen. And uh, a couple of us went and we attended uh, the Jolt Marketing Conference through Snappy Crack in, uh, about a month ago. That was the common theme I heard there is that there's there's not a lot of accuracy in the, the statistics that it pulls because of where it's pulling it. So if you're running that through compliance, that's going to be flushed out because you got to include those anyway. But the other thing to remember is anything you put in there becomes public domain that it can then use for someone else. So make sure you're not using any client information, even if you're playing around with it, make stuff up because anything you put in there becomes public domain. So if you're playing around, just just be very cautious for now. And we will continue to provide more more education on this as we go from the C2P side. I'm just asking for fun, really. I mean, uh, you know, Planet Money did an episode uh, that was entirely created by ChatGPT uh, not too long ago. So it's it's kind of cool if you listen to it. I mean, it, they they literally didn't write anything. They just generated it entirely from that. So uh, and it's believable. I mean, it sounds like something they would write. So I thought it was interesting. I yeah. did not mean that to be a plug, by the way, Matt. So, yeah. <laughs> but it's cool no, that it it's is. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. And Corey put on here, Corey, thank you uh, for, for reminding me. And we talked about a little bit the, the team breakout session at the MMC of using it uh, for prompts for social posts, you know, breaking down other content or ideas of things you want to go through. So that's a great use for it too, because it'll give you, you can even say like, give me five options and you can kind of mix and match how you want to use those to, to end up for social there. I think the last idea I want to come back to before we close, because this, uh, this, this half hour is every week goes by fast. Uh, Keith, you put this in the chat and thank you for joining us. I'm sorry. I didn't see you, Keith, when we introduced the JL Smith team earlier, but Keith clash webinars and using the recorded ones. And if you want to talk, I don't want to steal your words since you put that in there, but if you want to talk about the, the use of those throughout the summer. Uh, just a real quick note. I mean, you know, Suzanne has been great. She got this whole system up and running. And we also, you know, just picked up a new office, literally just ran those sessions. It's summertime and we're getting 85, almost 90 registrations per session in a brand new market in the summertime. So just a quick point that, you know, these recorded webinars are not, you know, it's not really hard to run. It's not a ton of money, but it, even though I've looked at stats over the last two to three years, we absolutely see a dip in the summer. And I hearing that from others as well, that their numbers are starting to fall. We see a consistent pattern of dips uh, throughout the year. One of them happens to be the summer, especially up here in the North and Northern Ohio. But anyway, point being, keep them going. We're still running them. We're still getting a trickle of leads rolling in. Yes, the numbers are smaller, but we also know that come September, October, our, Gary's like, you know, my, my calendar's open. So we got to keep trying to feed him. And these are an easy way to do that. 
And I think it ties back to where Nikki and Suzanne opened us is if nothing else, Keith, it's giving you, whether they attended or not, the registration number is giving you people to drip on with the campaigns that Nikki and Suzanne opened with. So kind of unintentionally brought our conversation full circle. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the other thing, Matt, is sometimes, you know, people are out doing yard work or they have something going on in the summer. They watch the video after the fact that they receive the recording, mm -hmm. they get a link to it. And, you know, as Suzanne always likes to call them, we have quite a few repeat offenders. So whether they watch it live, they signed up or they saw the recording after the fact, you know, sometimes it entices them to react to the next one. And you never know when they're going to be ready to go. So, so yeah, to your point, going full circle, they may come back and watch another one and further, you know, gain interest in the organization. So we keep them running all summer. Great. Well, thank you, Keith. Thank you again, Nikki and Suzanne for joining us. Thanks everyone for joining us this week. Next week's topic, hopefully everyone's coming back next week as we close out a, a, the annuity month. Uh, annuity lightning round panel, the lightning round panel, uh, with Eric Langenfeld as our lead barista. Eric, it's my turn to plug you there. So I uh, <laughs> hope to see everyone back uh, as Eric leads us in discussion next week. Uh, in the meantime, have a great day. Interested in learning more about the topics discussed today? We want to know more about your challenges and priorities and how we can help build your custom roadmap to success. That's right, a custom roadmap built just for you. Schedule a free 20-minute consultation with one of our business development partners. Visit c2pe.info forward slash podcast to schedule a time that's good for you. That's c2pe.info forward slash podcast.